Uh, what is up, good people? It is time for another Hard Rock Lunchbox. I can't believe it. Can you believe it? It's always a no. Yeah, Jimmy gets it. <laughs> I told you I'm going to get tired of that eventually, but not today. Is it going to be today? It's always a no. <laughs> So welcome to the Hard Rock Lunchbox and the Top 20. I always forget the redhead is the stepchild that is the Top 20. That is the first 20-ish minutes of the Hard Rock Lunchbox. I was actually having a lot of fun last week because I like to do the bumpers before the show actually starts, which is like little pieces of the show. And I just had like five of them that I thought were funny, but most of them had like this in it. And it's always a no! Totally remembering that I did not get the new mouse that I said I was going to get. It's always a no! <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Anyway, if you haven't checked it out, yes, most people haven't checked it out. That's fine. But it's on Stranger TV. It comes out every Thursday morning, roughly at midnight, oh, 01 o'clock. And you can check it out, especially if you haven't had a chance to see the Hard Rock Lunchbox or hear the Hard Rock Lunchbox. <laughs> Seeing the Hard Rock Lunchbox is very much more difficult. Uh, but hearing the Hard Rock Lunchbox would be much, much more likely. But you can always catch the replay of that. That's on Spotify and everywhere else you get um, Everywhere else you get podcasts, but the video to see what this this whole situation looks like only on the top twenty, only on Strangerhood TV. Yeah. So, uh, what do they have in store for you over there? Well, I have the news, baby. Um, so the new episode is out, and it's about me wanting to uh, ask your Republican friends, which I don't think exist unless you're Republican. Uh, if you are at all left-leaning liberals or centrist liberal like I am, uh, ask your Republican friends what is really more important at that point because all the answers I'm getting are really, like, not good. But the rest of the episode is uh, uh, just talking about, like, ADHD and how hot it was. It was hot. By the way, that shit's coming back. And I have a soccer tryout on Wednesday, and my, my, my man Byron was, like, talking about 101 degrees, like... <laughs> so yeah, four horsemen of the apocalypse will definitely uh, right. We're talking about emails, inverse relationships. Yeah, I would definitely check out the scene where I'm trying to define what an inverse relationship looks like. It's it's 24 minutes. You'll probably never get back, and uh, that's that's okay. It was actually funny. I was on a uh, I was on an actual tech tech Zoom call with uh, one of the larger companies. In the world, actually, and I didn't really put all that together until later. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was saying uh, one of the the one person from the company that I was working with uh, that was on there is the compliance coordinator, and his name's Stan. He's just great. He's an older gentleman, former Marine, stuff like that. Like just 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 a great dude. But um, he's retiring in a year. And everybody knows it, right? Like, everybody everybody knows it. He's getting a really nice trailer. He's talking about, like, self-balancing and, like, where the battery... He's really, really excited. He's got one of those retirement clocks that's, like, you know, sits on his desk and stuff. And it was so funny because at the end of the meeting, the, I guess, the assistant to the CIO of this corporation, it was like, all right, thanks to everybody for attending. It was really, like, a... As meetings go, like, this one actually had a point. Like, the point was probably, like, five minutes. And then it was, like, another, you know, 19 minutes of not point, which is fine. But at the end of all that, he actually says kind of jokingly, he's like, oh, you know, 
Anybody have any questions? Anybody have any issues? Uh, anybody want that 24 minutes back? And Stan looks right in the camera. He's like, no. No, I don't. And the reason he doesn't want those 24 minutes back is because he's headed towards retirement. And it's funny because I am nowhere near retirement. But when you listen to somebody that's ready to go for it, it's like, yeah, <laughs> that does sound good. Like, And I've always been like kind of plagued by it because one of my very first clients, um, I actually inherited them from the company I used to work for because... He called me and be like, I hate your bosses or your former bosses. Can you please come work for me and take care of my system? And I and I did. And I was I worked for him for another probably ten to twelve years until he sold his company, like for a lot of money. Uh, and then I got taken on by the bigger company that subsequently dropped me. By the way, every single time there is a merger and I've been an independent contractor, eventually I get dumped. So that just kind of sucks. Uh, it's not a great place. It's not. It's not a good luck. And but anyway, what's funny is that he had a non compete, and then like after those years uh, ran out, he immediately contacted me again because he built a website. So I hear from him like twice, three times a year to do some work. But like I've been working with this dude like for years, years. But the point of the whole story is that when he retired. Because he sold his company's retired. It's like he sold it for millions. I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know the actual number, but it definitely had an alien in it. So uh, he. <laughs> Still funny to me. I remember it like it was yesterday. So I was talking to him like on the phone. Like that's how long ago this was. And um, so he, we were just going over some stuff, and he, he's. <laughs> I asked him how was retirement going, and he's like, well been a few weeks uh i have taken the cruise he took a cruise i think the baltics like a two-week cruise uh, or the balkans baltics but one of those uh, but he's like all right it's been a few weeks and i have taken the cruise i've always wanted to take and i've cleaned everything off my desk and i am bored out of my fucking mind <laughs> this is a few weeks in <laughs> <laughs> this was at least five to seven years ago, like maybe even more, maybe even like ten years ago. And I was just that has always lived in the back of my head. Like, what am I gonna do when I retire? Like, probably nothing. I feel like I feel like the boys will have stuff for me to do. Like, I can see Colin and Corey be like, "This is where you gotta go, and this is what you gotta do." And and Charlotte will just be like, no matter what age that is. Like, Charlotte could be like forty-five years old and be like, "Oh, cool, you're retiring." All right, well, we're going to play Mario Kart at 10.30, and then we'll just move on from there, Dad. I expect Corey to just bring me along with him everywhere and then just, like, sit me in a chair in a corner, which is exactly what I'm hoping for, because that dude goes to get, like, ramen in the city, like, proper ramen, like, all the goddamn time. So, like, I am definitely, I'm I'm ready to hang my son, like, anytime. You just drag old daddy along, like, just keep in mind all the times I wiped your ass, and returning the favor is definitely on the table, so... I'm going to do my best to make sure that's not an issue for anybody, so just, just in case anybody is wondering. So anyway, what's going on in Bacon is my podcast. I don't know. I'll have to read it. Uh, so what? Fe- they're still on So What Fest. These motherfuckers are just milking this one festival. I mean, they interviewed everybody. Everybody at So What Fest. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I think, like, next week is seven questions with the guy that was selling cotton candy at So What Festival. I mean, seriously, like, they made 
They made full, like, this is how you do something. Like, you go to a festival to interview, like, this is what you do. You interview absolutely everybody and everybody's grandmother, if you can even get them. And then you just don't, I guess, work for, like, the next four months and stuff. And you just keep putting shit out. It's like, so what fest, like, seven, like, seriously, like, so what was that again, fest, is what it really ought to be at this point. But it's one Flew West band, and then the phone interview is Zillion, who I don't know, but uh, it might be the amount of money my dude just got for retiring. I'm not sure about that at all. And then they got uh, seven questions for uh, America Part 2. I did see the promo for that, so I'm going to check that out. But yeah, Bacon's my podcast. Still milking the So What Fest. God bless you over there, Bill. Um, in other news, uh, Rebel 9 is off for the foreseeable future we're taking a little bit of a break uh and our next shows are in october um i don't i still don't know that joey's actually announced it so i don't want to do that but we are playing locally on the first of october so mark your calendars and then we're playing we're back in scranton pennsylvania at the end of october so my entire scranton listening audience i expect to be there all one of you and that's cool that's what's going on I actually had some political stuff that I wanted to talk about because I know how much you all like that. Um, I think we should talk more about... See, I brought my phone today so I can send stuff right to voicemail. See how I did that? Um, we should probably talk about the fact that Mel and G are driving somewhere. I forget what it was. Something about... I think they're going to Maine, which is just... I hope somebody stops them at some border somewhere. But I could also see them driving right past Maine and ending up in Canada. Like, that sounds like that would be a good story. So we wish them well. More importantly than that, we wish everyone else on the New York State Thruway well. Or 95, that's the way they're going. On 95, you hear a lot of Hanson and I'll see a lot of weaving. Like, just, I want to just, like, change lanes real fast. But we wish them luck. Return safely. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, there's something else. Gonna, oh, I was I was going to say this one thing about uh, pro-choice and anti-choice. Sometimes, like, I have what I think are profound thoughts. By the way, I have a new angle to my microphone. I'm trying to not have as much noise come from it from the side. It's not really making much of a difference. But in case you were wondering why I had a new angle, that's the reason. Uh, so I, I have these pseudo-profound thoughts that I think are profound until I think them through. But this one just happened before I got on the show. So I'm going to run this one blind and just wild right through the show. And then we'll decide if it's profound on the other side. So what I was thinking about this whole pro-choice, anti-choice thing is that there really are two camps of people, right? There's, there's, um, like, whatever your opinion on when life begins, like, you should acknowledge that people have a difference of opinion on those things. And that's, that's okay, like... Like, people have a difference of opinion on whether the Earth is round or flat, but science has actually stepped in and said, nope, it's round, and flat earthers are dumb people. They didn't say that last part, but it's definitely implied by the first part. That's cool. Um, but in terms of when life begins, unfortunately, it's not so cut and dry with science, right? Because... You know, people talk about, like, movement. Well, you can make dead frog legs move if you want. I mean, I'm not going to. Not currently. Uh, so, like, there's there's some debate, scientific, as to whether where, where life begins. Um, you know, and some people 
are, they absolutely believe that life begins at conception. There are some people that believe life begins when the egg is released. There's a lot of science to go against that, but there are still some people that believe that. And those are people that I think are a little bit more fringy, and I don't necessarily know that I take them seriously. But there are people that believe that life begins at conception, and there are people that life really begins at viability, and there are people all along that gradient that believe you know, different things. And that's fine. That's Subjective opinion should be allowed and encouraged, and discussion should be had on it. Whenever facts enter evidence, you can make your own decisions, and that's great. Um, but I realized, and I really kind of dipped out of a lot of it because it's it's kind of cooled down. Just you know, there's you know how Americans are: immediate outrage, and then oh look, shiny new phone, like which is completely the plan. But I've realized that it kind of breaks down into two camps. There are those that believe that life begins in conception and that all life is precious. You can subdivide those further to the people that believe all life is precious. Uh, completely like when there are the people that seem to only believe that life is precious while it's in the womb because they just don't give a shit about it after which is you know anybody that's ever voted and voted for people that vote to cut like food stamps or end like head start programs or you know, poverty control if all life is precious then those things are precious too and you're a hypocrite so that's fine but whether or not that's the case is, is something completely different that's a sub subset people that believe that life begins in conception like they have an argument to be made right so those people and then the bigger in my opinion in my experience the bigger group of these people are the ones that are spouting the stuff that you know women are using abortions like birth control and they will point to like stuff like aberfacients and you know early term abortions and like they will they will definitely use late term abortions as you know the, the the poster for what they want the truth is there are so few late term abortions in America and even around the world that it's really a non issue like they even put out some sort of like abortions just in general like aren't even all that super common in fact they said that the the overruling of Roe was only going to affect about 11% of abortions because they're so hard to even get in the, <laughs> in the United States at this point. But the late-term abortions are really, really rare, and almost all of them are medically uh, necessary or medically-based decisions. So if we just pull all that out um, and just talk about, like, this, the 6 to 15-week, let's say 0 to 15 weeks, right? So you believe life begins at conception, like, right, you have an argument. But all these other arguments that I keep seeing are always, and you can correct me if I'm wrong in the chat here, um, <clears throat> But uh, all of these other arguments are some sort of flavor of women are just using abortions like birth control. And that's, you know, that, that, we, that we can't have that. That's, that's what it is, like disgusting abhorrent behavior, right? I, I don't see anything else. I either see, you know, God believes in life at con, you know, conception or, you know, women are, women are doing all these things. And I see a lot of stuff like, well, women, you know, should use better birth control and all that stuff. And you know, how I feel about birth control and like what's going on in the Supreme court, but there's a lot of that. But I realized my brain just put it all together as I was scrambling some eggs that like ironically scrambling some eggs, um, that what that is, is punitive, right? It's people punishing women for doing something, something, whatever, not vacuuming properly, not making the sauce the way, you know, somebody's mom used to make it. You know, like, it's it's punitive. Like, you have one that's belief-based, 
And that actually has some merit. Like, you believe in those things. Like, I truly believe in what? Awesome. You should fight for that. You should be passionate about that. But on the other side of that, if you're just doing something to be punitive to somebody, like, I have news for you. You are the asshole, especially in this country where we have freedoms and liberties and stuff like that. And whether or not we have privacy, I guess, is up for debate. But we have liberty and we have freedoms. And if you are being punitive because somebody's doing something that you don't like, guess what? You're the asshole. Anyway, that just struck me as something I think we should all look out for when we see these arguments. Watch for people that are being punitive, right? Like that, that is, that is a very backdoor approach of a lot of conservatives, but definitely these Trump Tea Party conservatives. They're like, you know, we want our freedoms. What their freedoms are is they don't want to pay taxes and they want to own as many guns as they want. And be, be very clear. They always want their free. We want our freedoms. Yeah. We all want our freedoms. But you don't get to decide that whole pool of our freedoms because the rest of those freedoms are the freedoms to do whatever we deem necessary to do for our families, for our bodies and our relationships and all that other stuff. Those are freedoms, too. So for as much as you want your gun, stay the fuck out of everybody else's life. And then maybe we can talk and stop being so punitive. Nobody's taking your guns away to be punishing. Like, we're not punishing you. We're actually trying to save other people. And there's a lot of arguments. And again, like, I'm pro-gun ownership. Like, I, I really do believe in it. I'm really, really concerned with the new wave of, like, yeah, let's conceal and carry. And even that dude in Indiana, it's, like, now a huge hero for shooting a would-be, um, a would-be, uh, not a serial killer, mass shooting. Like, that's great. Like, awesome. Like, Everyone's like, yeah, he's a hero. He's a hero. Like, does anybody remember that case like a few years ago where somebody carrying a gun walked into a situation and shot a black security guard that was detaining a white criminal? Because obviously the black guy did it. I mean, this is America, right? Like, that doesn't worry anybody. How many people are going to be like, conceal carry, have like a couple of drinks and be like, I'm going to go involve myself in this situation? Like... Dude, do you know how many people I have met in bars and venues and stuff like across this great country for decades playing music that have zero goddamn judgment? Like, zero. Like, not even some good judgment. We're talking zero. We're going to give them, like, we aren't trying to, like, punish, like, the people that are taking their guns away. We're trying to keep other people safe. How many bar fights do you think are going to start ending in gun violence? Most of them? Like, anybody ever seen a Western? Anybody seen Tombstone? I mean, Jesus Christ. Cheated at cards, maybe, and now there's a gunfight on Main Street, like, at noon. Like, what's... Like, these are these are the things. Like, we're not trying to punish anybody until somebody, like, like kills somebody, and then obviously you're going to get punished. Like, those freedoms, like, freedom of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Like, you know what that first one is? Like, life? Like... We're trying to protect people because guns are deadly force. And people are always like, well, why don't you take cars away from people? Like, I'm all for it, dude. I live just outside of New York City. Anybody trying to drive anywhere today? Like, I think we should start taking cars away from people. I think we got more reason for that. And that wouldn't even be punitive. That would be more fun for me. But, like, I, I don't have that kind of... I don't have that kind of power. And this sucks because we're 20 minutes in and I actually wanted to talk about this. I highlighted this thing. That's how important this is. But I guess we'll have to talk about that later. I really didn't want to talk about it. I just thought the 
I thought my revelation was interesting. Probably only to me, like usual. Uh, but this is actually an article on the India on the Move blog, and it's why practicing and rehearsing are not the same things. And I'm going to read that to you sometime a little bit later today, or next week, or possibly uh, never. It's exhausting being me most of the time. I can only imagine what it's like for you listening to me. <laughs> and I want to apologize for that. I'm going to do that by, uh, again, playing some brand new A Day to Remember. I'm super psyched that the song's good because I was definitely feeling like they were teetering and it was like, hey, Jeremy, just don't fuck this one up. And he didn't. So, awesome. Awesome. 